Welcome in, everyone, to another episode of All Over the Place. I am Pat McGann. And I'm Jim Flanagan, and that's the first time we've said our names. It's episode 98. Why not start now? Here we go. The road to the 100 continues. The road to our homecoming episode. Ooh. October 3rd. Looking forward to that. It's Zanies in Old Town Chicago. Few tickets left. I know the uh, we're we're down to the last couple. So if you are interested in attending, get your tickets now. That's right. That is right. And I mentioned homecoming, Jim, because it's a homecoming feeling here. We celebrated this weekend. It's the end of summer, yeah, as we know it. The autumnal equinox will be the day after this episode comes out. I love on my calendar, it says autumnal equinox, and then in parentheses, it just says start of fall. Start. Oh, is that <laughs> like, what it means? It does. Like like idiots, like we don't know, you know? They don't explain like Rosh Hashanah or Yom Kippur or, or, or some of these newer holidays to the calendar. Also, they don't explain, but- Newer to your calendar. To, newer to my calendar. Newer some to your these, racist, narrow-minded on, calendar. I didn't mean those ones specifically. <laughs> I said, and some of these other I'm ones, kidding. like Diwali, I wasn't very familiar with. No explanation. Autumnal equinox, they're like fall starts. That's your floating diversity holiday, Jim. It really is. I've got a lot of comments about that this week. <laughs> and it is fall or autumn mm-hmm. if you're nasty. <laughs> That's the nickname. It's great. How come the, fall is like the only one that has another name? Mm-hmm. Is there another name for spring? Does spring have an alias? Bouncy time? I don't think so. <laughs> it's bouncy time. Winter, also known as F. Oh, I'm not going to say it because- Keeping it clean? Yes, it's not to swear. Because mama's listening. How about the uh, another word for summer? Hell yeah. <laughs> <That's> it. <laughs> it's hell yeah time. There's uh, nothing. It's sunscreen season for me. There's no other word for these other seasons, but fall as autumn. Mm-hmm. It's re- it's going to be pumpkin season time. It is pumpkin season time. They start that at like, like two weeks ago. It's so annoying. Yeah. Fall has more like of that, like that. Yeah. Nickname, decorating, just all like keep calm and pumpkin spice, (laughs) all that bullshit. From cornucopias through Halloween, basically, you know, just like all these different things. Well, I I get it, kind of, right? In the summer, you're buying stuff for outside, you're spending time outside. In the fall, it's like we need to be inside. Let's spruce it up a little bit. It kicks off the decorating. Yeah. Fall. It feels like it. And mm-hmm. it's uh, it's the the pumpkin stuff is everywhere. The uh, the autumn leaves. The what what do you have? The uh, happy fall, y'all. Here, I just pulled up some uh, stupid sayings in fall. Because fall has quotes. This is coming coming to a throw pillow near you. <laughs> Be ready to see this on someone's front door. The autumn life. I love fall most of all. Oh boy. I mean, this is. Every magazine that's litter, littered around my home, keep it simple. Or what's the one, uh, Sarah gets uh, real simple. It's so simple. 300 pages. They write the same articles every month. <laughs> so easy. Are you a fall fan? I like fall because, uh, dude, I don't know how I did it, but I got through another summer with not finding shoes that go with shorts. <laughs> And by rotating <laughs> my three short sleeve shirts that I feel comfortable in, sure, in a casual, you know, you know, like when you have to have like a, you feel like you have to have a collared, yeah, short sleeve shirt on. It's the worst. I have about three to That's pick it. from. Yeah, one I thought I lost and I found buried in a ball <laughs> on the floor of my closet. That's a good day, it isn't it? It's a great feeling. It's like one of my favorite shirts. I'm like, oh, look you look put at it this. on. It's all wrinkled, but you're like, it fits. <laughs> it still works. It works. Let's do this. Yeah, it's at I love the cleaners that. right now. I might oh. be able to. Have it uh, make one or two appearances before we put it away. Yeah, one or two left on that, right, for the year. But now we're moving into my comfortable 
time of year. Big jacket fan over here. Long sleeve. That's it. Little flannel. Some sweats. Yeah. It's harder to you know pick out clothes in the summer because you're committed to them the whole time. You know what yeah. I mean? And you got to worry about the weather, perspiration. Fall, it's layer season, baby. That's that's where I live. That's my sweet spot. We can do hooded sweatshirts again? <laughs> nice. <laughs> I mean, I have a pile of stuff that I haven't been able to touch. I'm ready to get back into. Oh, I'm so excited for those. Sometimes I just keep it really cold so I can do that anyway. Yeah, the um, the fall is here. We're ready for it. And uh, it's going to be, we're already talking Halloween costumes. You Are know? you really? This is when you get the first few out okay. of the way. Because they get tired of it. Mm-hmm. The bad ideas? Usually have, uh, you know, you buy the first costume now. We haven't learned this lesson. Get okay. the first costume now. Let them wear it for three weeks. <laughs> get it so they're nice and tired of it. Mm-hmm. And then get a new one. There you go. So we got, um, you know, the Halloween talk. This weekend was homecoming. I talk about our homecoming being October 3rd. But yeah, this it's a grammar school homecoming celebration. Where'd they, where'd they go? They've been <laughs> home. For- <laughs> All of their games are at the same park. <laughs> They share the park with other schools. There's no road games here. There's no real homecoming. Dude, the other, uh, my grade school, they had a flyover at their homecoming. Come on. They had a helicopter. No. They know a guy, Jim. <laughs> Just one of the dads has a helipad in the backyard. I think one of the dads knows somebody at the police department and got the old uh, helicopter out. That's amazing. Buzz the field. That's awesome. Isn't it? That's incredible. I think they had a night game over there. Oh, you just know a guy with a helicopter? Who's whose life is that? I wanna I wanna know those people. They had a flyover, they had um fireworks. We did not have any of that. It was a beautiful day though. We had a lot of people out there. Tents, yetis, of course, coolers. Yeah, real south side oh, Catholic was, school uh, stuff. Food truck. It was a day, man. Did you have a nice homecoming? Great. Let's go home. There was, <laughs> we got home and uh, Josephine's like, did you hear about World War Three? Wait, what? At the playground? It's like, what are you talking about? Oh yeah, the fifth graders had a, the fifth graders from each school had a, had a fight. Really? Yeah. Unsanctioned? Like, um, yeah, it was, Ooh. you know, it's just becomes natural with the rival. Sure. I think they, they think that, well, we're supposed to have a rumble now. Yeah. <laughs> Fifth graders. I think it started with water balloons. Jeez. And, and then verbal barbs. And then it, uh, it escalated. Wow. Yeah. I heard that. Fifth uh, grade. That sucks. That's, that feels too young for a rumble, right? Oh, of course it does. Jim, I'm not proud of it. No. A lot of kids giving each other the finger. Oh, that's not good. I mean, what is going on that's out here? That's not good. They should listen to our podcast or we don't use language like that. Dude, I was, <laughs> this is, I laugh. Uh-huh. But this is what's going on. Um, they had a buddy over here, the boys, and he's got a, a phone watch. Okay. Like, get smart. You know, these kids. Yeah. Like, you know, they got like, you know, the inspector gadget. Oh, I'm familiar. Yeah. Like, oh, do you have one? Oh, yeah. Like, the talking watch. watch. It doesn't talk. I just have the Apple watch. I don't yeah. know if this is an Apple. There's okay. also a couple other ones. Sure. Like, and my kids are already telling me, I need a gizmo watch. <laughs> you do? Yeah, so I can call you. So you know where I am. You always want to know where I am. <laughs> Buy me stuff. What a nice thing they're doing for you, huh? Allowing you to buy them a watch so you know their whereabouts. They'll never answer when you try and call. How about I know where you are just by knowing where you are? (laughs) By by allowing you. Exactly. I mean, come on. So the watch, he's calling, I guess, his friend. I thought they were calling like a a fake number. Okay. Sounded like they were talking to Alexa. Sure. Like some, you know, like we dialed this number. And so I'm kind of walking on in and out <laughs> the kids on the watch. And I, I, again, I don't know. He's talking to his brother who's uh-huh. at the park. 
and they're waiting to go up to the park to meet all them. Sure. And all I hear him go is, who are you with? You with all your bitch friends? Whoa. <laughs> Kid's six. Whoa. Kid is six. Unbelievable. So I go, whoa, whoa, whoa. What did, who are you talking to? Yeah. He looked up. He's like, oh, didn't know you were here. Yeah. <laughs> looked at me and ran. <laughs> ran. That's amazing. Were you the sweary kid? No. Oh, man. I kind of was early on. I mean, later in life, oh. but like maybe with my friends, but not in first grade. I mean, you. there's always one who starts early, though, who hears a couple of words and is like, oh, I can't wait to share these with my pals. They're going to think I'm more adult than I really am. I mean, you never, when you first start swearing, though, you're never using them the right way. You sound like you're from <laughs> your bitch Europe. Friends. What? <laughs> you know, you start saying ass shit. <laughs> yeah. What are you doing there? <laughs> bitch shit. Shit bitch. You like to. You like the shit bitch? What? This is shit fuck. <laughs> Mess. Just stringing them all together. <laughs> never makes any sense at all. I don't know. We shouldn't be talking like that. That's um, all right. And that sounds disrespectful because, Jim, you're the pumpkin spice to my latte. Oh, my gosh. That's ridiculous. My blood type is pumpkin spice. No. Are these real things you can purchase? Some of these don't even make sense. No. None of them make sense if you're really getting into them. Are these things you can that are available for purchase? Um, Yes, they are. Big. Go big or gourd home. That doesn't make sense. Oh, my gourd. That does. Okay. That's a pretty solid one. OMG, oh my gourd. I'm sure that's in kitchens across this keep, neighborhood for sure. Keep calm and rake leaves. No. No, that's not Okay. There. But I will be raking leaves soon, which is uh, always a pain in the ass. A fall tradition. I feel like Jim Nance. A tradition as old as time. Did you ever rake leaves I like loved knocking on leaves. doors? Yeah. Can I rake your leaves? Yeah, $3 or whatever that going rate was at the time. We didn't understand how money worked. That's the thing. If I lived in a neighborhood, all I would do is have kids do labor for me. Unbelievable. Tax-free. You don't got to pay them insurance. The rates are insanely low. I remember raking leaves with my buddy, and it was we did uh, we got a pretty good account just knocking on doors, you know? Yeah. And we're raking this guy's leaves, and, dude, it was like, wow, what did we get into? And he came out. Threw us each like two bucks. <laughs> and it's like, appreciate it, guys. I got to get out of here. Like went to the store or something. And my buddy's like, let's get the, let's get out of here. <laughs> we got the money. We're not bagging this. Let's go. And we just took off. Like they were wet. Yeah. It was like, this isn't happening. Sorry, bud. <laughs> Sorry, bud. <laughs> we, we took off. <laughs> That's great. But I always, uh, I remember trying to do a bit about raking leaves. It's like, um, I always imagine it's like murder. Like it, the the killing is the easy part. The raking is the easy part. It's getting rid of the, the, the body. That's what bagging is. It really is. It's getting rid of the corpse. Mm-hmm. You're like Dexter. You got like, all these bags out in the middle of a lake somewhere. Just <laughs> yeah. Try to dump them. The raking is simple. simple. That's hilarious. It's meditative though. It really is. Are you, uh, do you guys get leaves in the gutter? Is that a big thing around here? How does one deal with that? Do you get gutter guards, the shields? What is, no, what is no all that work? Guards. We just, we just, we just clean it up. Do you go up on the roof or do you just get on a ladder and just kind of. <laughs> oh, I know. I'll have someone come and clean the gutters up. Okay. Try and time it out. Okay. Come right before they fill up with ice and freeze over. <laughs> That's the worst. Yeah. We got to get the gutters cleaned out in the late fall. Mm-hmm. Come in, do that. Blow out the lint out of the dryer. <laughs> We time it all together. We got to 
gutter and dryer guy. That's com- the dryer guy is coming to our complex uh, shortly. So I live in a condo complex where some of these things are just mandatory, right? Like yeah. once a year, this happens. And one of the most annoying things that happens there is uh, we get the sign. Um, we get a letter in the mail. They tape a thing to our door. They're super passive aggressive. Like if, you know, like on the doors leaving the building, then there's one taped to the door of each unit. That's like mandatory dryer vent cleaning, but they put the word mandatory in quotation marks, which bothers the hell out of me. Because oh, yeah. either they don't know how quotation marks work or I don't know what mandatory means. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> right. and, and like, it's not just once. It's like all these flyers and every time they write mandatory, it's in quotation marks. And it's the most, it's like, is it not mandatory? Like, Are do you they bullshitting? Want, do they want you to yeah. get it? <laughs> do you want me to question this? We got this mandatory dryer vent cleaning. It's like when someone's calling something fake news. You know what I mean? Yeah. This virus. Like, no, which side are you on? Do you want the dryer vent cleaned or not? Guys, supposedly the elevator inspector is coming to look at the cords that we depend on to get to the third floor. To make sure our elevator is functioning properly. It's just the most annoying thing you could possibly do on that side. That was a great sketch on um, that Chris Farley would do with the quotation marks yeah, yeah. when he'd come on the, the update desk. Maybe I don't <laughs> use <laughs> personal <laughs> hygiene. Yeah. <laughs> exactly that, that. That was probably with, with Norm. I wouldn't doubt it, man. Who we uh, have to pour some out for. This was like right after we recorded last week's episode. So I feel like we're last to this party, but he was so important to us and so oh, important. Oh, it's a party to, to you? Not a party. We lost you know a great okay. legend. Calm and now down. you're having a. I mean, the last. Did you call all the clubs that he was it. booked at? I mean, the last. Hey, you guys looking for a comic? Okay. <laughs> Hang on. Don't. <laughs> I'm joking. That's always a move someone pulls when a comic passes. Gotta go check their calendar. <laughs> exactly. Sue's got openings. <laughs> Send in my avails. Man, Norm was just uh, one of the funniest people on the planet all the time. Kind of this weird hybrid of had like some mainstream success, but yeah. not everyone got it. Right. You know what I mean? He was still sort of niche in, in like, I, I don't know. What, what was he to you? Um, well, you know what? I... Think about you when I think of Norm Macdonald, because I did like Norm Macdonald. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that when I got into stand-up and I started talking to you mm-hmm. about stand-up a lot, I didn't real I started to realize how much he was loved by comics. Yeah. And he was um, a, a name that came up a ton when you talk to other stand-ups or who their favorite was or you hear what he's doing or did you see his new uh, special or yeah. his talk show. Anything he did, he was always original. Mm-hmm. I, I think you nailed it on like the mainstream stuff. You know, some people know him from, I was reminded he was in the middle. I mean, that was oh, the yeah. thing we just watched through the pandemic, talked about it on here. What a great show that was. Right. He was a part of that. Yeah. Um, I mean, he hosted the ESPYs one year. Like that's a big, you know, level of fame. Obviously the SNL anchor, but even that, a lot of people didn't like him as the SNL anchor because of his weird, dry humor, and he wouldn't avoid difficult subjects. He would attack them. Well, the OJ thing is what did him in. Yeah. And he was, um, you know, constantly talking about how OJ was a murderer. Yeah. (laughs) Whether or not it was relevant to the the subject at hand. And the guy on NBC was um, buddies with OJ. OJ. Yeah. It's like, stop that. Ah, do you remember, I I just watched it again, uh, when, uh, when the OJ verdict came down. And, uh, like, everyone was waiting for him at the anchor desk to see what happened. And it was like, this just in. Murder is legal in California. <laughs> like, what? I mean, because everyone's waiting to hear what Norm is going to say in that moment. And right. it was uh, 
It was so great. But he was one of those people who I never looked at him as like my favorite comic. But I think back and I probably quote him or reference him more than anyone else. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because he had like a, a sketch pilot on Comedy Central that I think is one of the funniest things I've ever seen. He did a, a album of sketches that is just brilliant to me where he'd have like uh, he had Will Ferrell on a sketch and Sherry O'Terry and all these like different SNL people and these great sketches like a uh, like a football announcer who was gambling on the game. Oh, you know yeah. what I mean? And like just these weird oh, he was random, a big gambler, right? huge gambler. Uh, he lost everything like a few different times. I mean, he he really hit the ebbs and flows of it. Did you ever work with him? I never did. Did you? No, I never did. That's and, crazy. Um, he didn't cross paths all the time he was at Zanies. And yeah, he was part of the Zanies family for a while. Mm -hmm. And that's another place where you heard like what a great guy he was. Yeah. You know, just dealing with him off stage and all that. Like he was just a good dude. I just remember his um, stand up, one of his bits when I was like in high school. It was just like resonated with me. I thought it was so funny. He did a bit about, um, like, you ever in a car with two other guys? Like, backseat middle. You're in, the, you're in the back seat. Like, hey, all right, I'm the most unpopu unpopular guy in the car right now. <laughs> Guess I have the least amount of friends, like, just hanging here in the back. And he's like, talking about leaning forward. <laughs> you know, sometimes you lean forward, just stick your head in there, like, hey, what's going on up here? <laughs> That was like one of the things he was known for. I think that was one of his first big bits was kind of this bag seat middle and how they'd always fool you. Yeah. All right, well, you get in first and then I'll get out on this side and then, you know, we'll right. just all move over. Nope, that guy's going to go around the other <laughs> side and get in there. So now you're stuck. Yeah, it was so funny. His star search bit was one of my favorite. I don't know if you remember that at all, but just talking about the idea of star search. And it was like, see the stars of tomorrow today. He's like, why wait that extra day? You ever like think you want to see tomorrow stars right now? It's uh, just the weirdest things he took and made ridiculous. And uh, yeah, I mean, I just I'll miss watching him create new art, I think is the big thing. Strange as he was, though, he also was just part of the, um, you know, he would talk about Letterman and his last Letterman appearance. He respected him and it was part of the comedy world and yeah. didn't like disrupt that at all either. He like he knew who the who the legends were and who was kind of, you know, Absolutely. speaking the truth too. Absolutely. And he, I mean, just so many iconic moments, the, the Conan stuff, right. When uh, he'd do the moth joke. Oh yeah. Um, the, there's a fantastic moment where there's a carrot top movie called chairman of the board. Are you familiar oh, yeah, with saw this? That, yeah. The clip with Courtney Thorne Smith. And uh, I mean, just brilliance out How of this that guy. spelled, you know, he's just making fun of it. Cause Conan's like, Oh, the movie with carrot top, what's it called? And Norm goes box office poison. <laughs> If Carrot Top's the star, it's called Box Office Poison. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I don't want to ruin the rest. It's super funny. Check it out, though. And, and just I thought it was like a, not even real. I sent the text to you. I was like, is this real? I know. You know? Yeah. Like, is this a bit? And I was like, man, do I hope. I hope you are right and it's not real. And then you started seeing more and more flooding the timeline that like yeah, he was dealing with this for a long time and no one knew. Young dude. Yeah. So anyway, Our we best wanted to, his family and friends. to show our... Pay our respects to Norm. Absolutely. So, Norm, thank you for all you did for the comedy world. You'll be greatly missed. Jim, he's not listening. <laughs> we don't know that. <laughs> we don't know how it works. How was your weekend? Dude, weekend was good. Off. Uh, I did get up a little bit. I went to Zany's in Rosemont on Saturday. Did uh, the first two shows. A little yeah. guest spots. Then I stopped downtown on the way 
uh, home. Able to get three spots in on a Look Saturday night. Felt like the old days, man. Oh boy, I like that. Walked into Zany's in Old Town. Don't know anyone. Not a soul. Like, good to be home. <laughs> Where'd my family move to? Homecoming indeed. I mean, it was just, you know. Yeah. What's going on? I open the door. Can I help you? I'm like, I'm a comic. Can I come in? <laughs> I wanted. <laughs> I'm an open micer. I'd like to stand in the back. I mean, that's what it, basically what you can sit in the back. I'm like, okay, thank you. <laughs> who are you? <laughs> that's insane. Where is everyone? I feel like people there should still know who you are. That's hilarious, but that's that's insane. No, it's just good to be down there yeah. doing spots. Felt like the old days. I was like, where is Jim? Yeah, no, I uh, I saw a bunch of brims over the weekend. I did a uh, I did a little event at Mount Carmel. Shout out to everyone there. I put on an amazing uh, gala. Gala? Gala? I don't know. I pronounced it both ways on stage. I'm never sure. We say gala on the south side. Is that what we do? No, we say gala. Okay. Or gala. Either yeah, good. Um, and uh, yeah, oh, I saw a bunch of brims this week at the Elm also. They were kind enough to throw me up. Uh, what an awesome venue. If you live in the western suburbs of Chicago, by the way, all that good stuff is doing great stuff out there. They're doing great stuff here on the south side. They should be called all that great stuff. They should be called all that great stuff. They're doing awesome work, so check out those shows for sure. So you got up? I did. I had a I had a pretty busy weekend of shows. I uh, I had a little interesting thing happen yesterday. I was on a uh, was on a walk with a young lady, and uh, we went to a a dog park. <laughs> what are we doing here? Why do you? I want to talk about something that happened to me. Make yourself to... sound like a uh, guidance counselor or no. a, a teacher. I was. Were you, were you? Is this a best buddies program? I was or on a, a date, and uh, we went to. I a... was on a walk with a young lady yesterday, and <laughs> she has uh, kind of been misled in the world, no. kind of on a wayward path. And I thought I'd take her under my wing and go for a little this stroll. Is nothing and creepy. Get her on the right. Get her on the right track. This is nothing creepy at Me all. Me and this, this young lady. A couple of grown-ups meeting at a park <laughs> for a walk. Well, the only place we knew there would be parking, right, was we, we found like it was the dog park area of this huge trail system. Okay. Right? And uh, we don't have a dog with us. We don't have... You've been to dog parks? Sure. You take Ralphie? I usually... When I go to a dog park, I like to bring a dog. Most do, right? <laughs> would it weird you out if you saw people who didn't have a dog? Um, I don't know that I would notice right away, mm -hmm. but you know, if they started interacting with Ralphie and then I was maybe would be like, where's your dog? Yeah. Like I had a big net. Is that a problem? <laughs> I had treats and a giant net. Maybe that was the issue. So we went for a walk through the park, which is kind of weird. I'll admit that piece of it is strange that a dog, cause you've got to like open gates to get in. You know what I mean? And that, but we went through. Um, whenever someone walked past us, I just pretend we were looking for our dog, you know, sometimes you're like Clifford, it. where's Clifford? You know, like we lost it or sometimes like we were grieving it, you know, like we just had a leash, you know, just hanging out there. Dude, but, you could never lose Clifford. <laughs> you could not. It's the, <laughs> the biggest dog around. Um, we're talking about dogs. So Ralphie shows up to make sure that he's well represented on this episode. So, um, we get done with the walk, right? And we're just sitting in the parking lot by our own cars, minding our business, just talking, right? And uh, lady pulls up with her dog, off-leash, cool, off-leash dog park, totally normal. Dog spots the two of us sitting there, starts barking at us, and runs over to like us. Like mad? Like a little concerned. Like, where's your dog? That's exactly- What are you doing here? That's exactly what this lady said. This she lady goes, hey, so sorry. Uh, my dog is just very observant. All right. First of all, your dog's oh, not special. Right. Okay. Dogs are, <laughs> my dog's got a great sniffer. Yeah, they all do. Calm down. You know, she goes, my dog is very observant and just notices that you don't have a dog. This dog's just getting there. 
I mean, oh, maybe wow. the dog is familiar with the dog park, but like, are people not welcome? That's the thing that bothers me here. And then, and then she gets the dog back under control and goes, hey, come here. It's okay. It's all right. It's not your fault. It's not. Wait, what? Fault. No, it is your fault. It is your fault for interrupting other people. Like this, has, this even, even if we're wrong, even if you have to have a dog to be there, which you do not. Exactly. I looked up the bylaws. There's no mandatory dog. You know what I mean? There's nothing you have to do. It's not your fault. This is aggressive for like. Talking to you. Yeah. Through the dog. Yeah. Also outside of the dog park, just in right. a parking lot at this point. Like, it's not your fault. It's okay. Come here. That's not your fault. As you? if the dog understands. Well, the dog is very observant. That it's not his fault. <laughs> it's unbelievable. It's not your fault. I know you. He's just upset about Norm MacDonald <laughs> passing away. He wanted to. That's what he's. He was barking as he's running towards you. Did you hear about Norm? Did you hear? I'm super observant. If he's so observant, why is he working at the airport? Unbelievable. Really. Why isn't he on a border exactly. somewhere? Why isn't he? Is he sniffing COVID out of us? <laughs> He's just very, he, he knows that the moo is around here. <laughs> Percolating. My dog's in the gifted program, so he's aware of you just sitting there. like. Cre and it wasn't like we were being weirdos, you know? Oh, yeah. We weren't, like, calling dogs over or anything. We were just sitting by ourselves talking. I mean, the dog, he's very, uh, he's just hyper aware. <laughs> oh, yeah? Does he know that you're a psychopath? <laughs> he's just trying to get away from you, you lunatic? What a... Oh uh, my God, it's Bruno. not your fault. Unbelievable. That comment right there was just it. And it's like, how do you, you don't just yell at this lady, you know, you can't just yell. No, it is his fault. Yeah. Like, how old was she? Thirties. Uh, I don't know. Come on. Yeah. Maybe 30s, Younger than 40s. you? No, maybe about the same age. I was being generous. What kind of dog it's was it? It's not my fault. Uh, it looked to be some sort of like lab, you know, an observant dog for sure, but nothing Nothing earth shattering. No other dogs that were there had seemed to have a problem with humans being outside of a vehicle. You're not even sure what kind of dog it was. Huh? I mean, I'm not that observant. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> I should not be working at an airport. I mean, it's not your fault. <laughs> Wait, you were what? you were distracted. You're right. So when you're there, uh -huh. it's obvious that um, you're with someone else, yeah. and you're contemplating maybe getting a dog. That's what probably people thought. They, yeah, I don't think anyone thought anything until that. Like, because it was a. Well, trail. I'm very observant. <laughs> it wasn't like we were sitting in a uh, like a play area, right? It's a trail that you walk along. So we just walked the trail. It wasn't like we just posted up in lawn chairs where you know for like a dog fight. We didn't like just sit there and, and agitate anybody. You know, we were just walking like normal people in a trail. Yeah, people that are um, dog people are are territorial. Very much so. Like the canine yeah, themselves. Yeah, really probably where the canine gets it, right. I would imagine. Do you um, think that uh, you would ever get a dog? I don't. I mean, at this point, I don't know. Eventually, sure. But Because right that now, is no. a good place to research. Yeah. Right? Like different breeds and things like that. Yeah, absolutely. No, it's a great place for it. We were at a dog park on, in the West Loop. My sister lives in the West Loop. Mm -hmm. And dude, there's not a lot of green space over there. No. And they have a dog park that is like... It's like a show. Yeah. You go in there. I mean, there's 20 to 30 dogs in there. Wow. Every different sure. you know, mix, breed. And it really is like, you can see how they behave too. Like, look at this spaz. Oh, that's a good or idea. Here's good. Here's, look, this one seems to be, you know, calm down. Is that down. more about the breed or the parents? I really don't know the answer to that. I mean, it could be. Yeah. I don't want to use the word parents. Okay. Owner. Or, okay. But I love that. Uh, <laughs> Dog moms. It. Yeah. Is it the doggy mom? Keep calm and dog mom. <laughs> Keep calm and be a 
be a dog daddy. I wonder if that raised other flags when I said parent. Did other people just not think about it? Or, or did they? Some people were like, oh, yeah, I have children. <laughs> I got some of my own. My kids have four legs. Who rescued who? I just got to let them outside. <laughs> it's the same thing. That it is. Just leave the door open. That's what we do when, for the kids. We just leave them here. Is that what you just leave, some, some, leave the doggy door open? Bowls of food out. Oh my God. Put them in the yard. It's easy. We'll be back. It's unbelievable how much your kids have grown. There was a time I had to be very cognizant of that front door, which is not something I'm used to. Oh, I yeah. just couldn't just walk in and just leave the front door open because there'd be a kid just running after, you know? I was on a walk, um, I don't know, three weeks ago. Okay. And I saw a kid escape. Did you really? From his house. Um, diaper. Ran right into the street. <gasps> right into the street. Oh, my gosh. Luckily, I was there with Ralph. Yeah. And then, uh, sure enough, the dad came. Unbelievable. Running out with another kid. Sure. Holding the other kid. Sure. I mean, just outnumbered. I feel like every one escaped. been there. Yeah. Sarah and I saw one escape. Run, uh, it was when we were living on the north side, ran into the middle of Racine. Oh, my God. Like cars everywhere. Yeah. Just before we had kids. Right. I mean, you got to you gotta watch. They will escape. They will. Were you a little judgier then before you had kids? Like, what's going on in there? You can't watch your children? Oh, yeah, right. Now, you now get you're it. like, I totally get like, it. I'm going to just make sure this one gets retrieved. <laughs> Send you it know? back. But yeah, just out there in the in their underwear, diaper. <laughs> Joe's had a great line this weekend. My mom was saying, uh, you guys should, like, Joe, you should be Elliot for Halloween. Elliot, you should be Luke for Halloween. Like, just do all that. That's a great idea. <laughs> jo Joe's goes, yeah, I'm going to go out in my underwear <laughs> holding a PlayStation controller. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. That's great. Absolutely amazing. That is, you can tell though, that is the sign of a frugal parent who like grew up in that era or had kids in that era. You know what I mean? That is just like, why don't you just wear each other's clothes? Isn't that fun for Halloween? That's a costume right there. Yeah. We don't got to spend any money and you look cool. I'll put some Crisco on your face with some coffee grounds. <laughs> you can be a hobo. hobo. We'll just take a stick from outside and tie something around the end of it. Has that costume been canceled? The hobo? The homeless person? I believe it. <laughs> You're going to be a homeless person for Halloween. It's now the economically disenfranchised, I believe is the name of that costume. Yeah, I don't think you could do that anymore. I don't think you could. Elliot wants to be Jason. Does he really? I'm, I'm like, come on, dude. You don't even know who he is. Yeah. Never really seen those movies. Just kind of a scary Just figure. Be some killer. I like the fact that he's he's not afraid of it. He's like, it's Halloween. Well, and it's the name of the movie. Oh, no. That's, the, that's Michael Myers. Right. Still. But still, I mean, it seems like a little extreme. What are you so angry about? How old is he now? Jim, don't ask me these. <laughs> While in real time, so eight. Oh, it's not bad, really. You got it pretty quickly. Yeah, he can be uh, He can be Jason, I All guess. All right. What else this weekend, brother? Oh, man. I went out with some friends for a nice little meal. I, I pull a move. I think we've both pulled this move. I kind of want to uh, talk about it for a second. I had a steak sandwich at a steakhouse. Steak Sammy? Steak Sammy. Always a fantastic move, right? It's easy. It, 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 and I feel like it's the best bargain on the planet, and no one talks about it. Yeah. Like, you go to a fancy steakhouse, and you're like, how much is the steak? And they're like, $50. And you're like, how much is bread? And they're like, it's free. We put it on your table. And you're like, what about a steak between two pieces of bread? And they're like, $12.95. <laughs> just unbelievable. It like, is a deal. Like someone just misprinted a menu one right. time, and they're like, we just have to honor this forever. <laughs> From here on out, like we just can't do anything about it. We just have to charge this. It's crazy. Like there should be documentaries about how this has slipped through the crack. It's like a, it's like the best promo code in the world. The I don't, sandwich does cheapen everything up. Isn't that crazy? How much for the snow crab leg 
Sandwich. $11.95. <laughs> the lobster roll. Mm-hmm. 12 always, bucks versus Always cheaper than the, the lobster. Isn't that weird? It's like the bread is like a negative value at that point. And I, and I kind of get it to the point where like if you're at a fancy meal and everyone else is eating with a fork and knife, you don't want to be the one person that's like hunched over the table just like ripping meat with your mouth, you know? But I like to save that money. Yeah, so my right. new move is just like I'll have a steak sandwich, no bread. That's my new move. <laughs> also, can we get some more bread for the table? <laughs> it's a sophisticated thing. I think that's what it is. Right? Like, yeah, we're going to charge you 60 bucks to knife and fork it. Or 12. Uh, or if you want to look like, like a, savage. a piece of trash <laughs> and eat it like a hillbilly. Yeah. We'll charge you less. Sure. And, and, uh, but significant, like not like 10 bucks less. Like, you know, yeah. if, like people are like, oh, well, maybe it's a smaller piece of steak. Yeah. I'm shocked. It's the same animal. Are you kidding me? Fine. I'll take three steak sandwiches and still have $9 left over. When you get it, you are like, wow, this was a deal. Unbelievable. I was going to spend a lot more. <laughs> it's the same same thing. I feel like Danny Ocean in that moment when I order a steak sandwich. I'm just like, I've just robbed this person blind right in front of them without them knowing it. They, you know? they actually know too, in a way, because they take it off a lot of times. Some places will take it off the menu in the evening. You can't you get can it at night. ask for it. Yeah. You can be like, I've seen a full menu around here. I know that button still works just because it's seven o'clock. I come in here by myself <laughs> and sit at the bar. I know what you have. Mm-hmm. I'm familiar with the options available to me. Yeah, the steak sandwich is always good. Do you go with, um, do you cheese and mushroom and onion it? Or? It really depends on, I mean, it, if they've got a specialty, you go with it. If they let you mess with it, hey, all bets are off. Yeah. I'm a wild card, you know? There's no standard. It's whatever you feel in that day. What do you go, medium rare? I'll go medium rare. I'll do some mushroom and onion. I think that's probably my favorite move. Yeah. Yeah, but whatever they want to do with it. Some places just garlic bread it up right away. <sighs> some places just like, look, you are you are not here for the health if you're just breading up your sandwich. We're going to do garlic bread. We're going to do some sautéed mushrooms, some caramelized onions. $9.42, please. Caramelized. Unbelievable. It's Always like the original good. Groupon, you know? Do what a you, deal. Do you... um? What was I going to say? Do you, how do you feel after a steak sandwich? Not great. <laughs> Not great. <laughs> what you're doing is you're taking that meal and just wrapping it in bread, but it doesn't stop you from eating the bread and the other things on the table. I was at a restaurant, great steakhouse here uh-huh. in Chicagoland area, Jack Gibbons oh, Gardens. Man, I know some brims who are going to be real happy to hear that reference. Some people call it Gibbons Gardens. Gibbons Gardens. Oscar some people the call chef. It best in the business. Jack Gibbons. They do. Dude, Jack Gibbons. Um, we've been going there forever. My parents love that, uh, love that joint. Yeah, old school steakhouse, old school in Oak Forest. Yeah, south of Chicago. Absolutely, just a uh, great spot. But anyway, they have on their menu appetizers, mm-hmm. steak sandwich, <laughs> just cut appetizer. It up. Just cut it up. You guys want anything to warm up? <laughs> anything to get started? Well, I'm gonna have a tomahawk later. <laughs> How about you bring that steak sandwich over? That's the move, though. Or you can get a corned beef sandwich. Oh, yeah. Just a little little <laughs> whistle wetter. <laughs> just get started off with a little corned beef. That's a good start to your meal. It's going to take a bit on the pork chops, guys. <laughs> can I just want to have a corned beef in the meantime? <laughs> you want to have a yeah. corned beef sandwich? Yeah, absolutely. Extra mustard. It's halfway to St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> Which just blew by the other day and was kind of overlooked. It's usually like a holiday here. I think we got enough other stuff going on, right? That no one really gives a shit. So much going on. It's like, yeah, we can pass up on the BS holidays where it's it's already homecoming. You got enough to deal with. We had homecoming. We had a lot of games. Yeah. Basketball. Joe's had a basketball game. They had soccer games. It's just one thing after the other. 
the soccer team, Elliot's on Sangria. What? That's the name of the team. What? It, That's the color of the jersey. Really? It's uh, it's like, is every team? Is, is he playing Merlot? <laughs> Bourbon? All right, you guys are up again. Mint. <laughs> All right, you guys are up against mint on Wednesday. <laughs> yeah, there was a mint color there. Oh, come yes. on. Of course there is. The juleps. Sang- the juleps. They got every, every, <laughs> the old styles, they're, they play dirty. The old styles. <laughs> the old styles. <laughs> they use their hands. They really do. <laughs> and their elbows. <laughs> They'll kick you in the nuts. <laughs> the old styles. Tell you. The Merlots are such a classy team. <laughs> yeah. They, they got that French kid who's great on the Merlots. <laughs> they got their pinkies out mm-hmm. as they're kicking the ball, <laughs> just raised above there. The Sangrias, do they have a one named kid? They've got to have like that, <laughs> that Latin soccer star. Jimmy. <laughs> Mikey. Yimmy. <laughs> just yeah. says that on the back of his jersey. Yimmy. The South Americans have mm-hmm. Messi and Pele. <laughs> we have Tommy. <laughs> I heard Pele wasn't doing well. Is oh, that that's true? not great. I hope. I, I don't know. I haven't heard anything about it, but I hate I, to lose another great. Another great. <laughs> we only have a few of them, you know? Not many greats left. Not a whole lot of them. Who are we going to agree on who's great? It's a mixed bag. I think it's harder now because we know so much more about people, right? And I think right. it's important to know everything about people, know the good and bad of people. But it does, it it skews it differently when like you when you know more information, right? It skews it differently, but it's always going to arc towards the right people you kind of know in real time. Absolutely. Dude, I, we've talked about a documentary about this guy before, uh-huh. all right? But we didn't know that Ken Burns was going to get involved. What, what did Ken Burns do? Muhammad Ali. That discovered it last night, just started. I think it's four nights. It's on PBS. Really? Last night was round one. Oh, no. The greatest. Seven hours. But Cassius Clay, man, yeah. it's a very, um, it's the American story. Yeah. Everything that's been going on. And he was so divisive at one imagine. time. I can imagine. With the stuff going on in Vietnam and things going on here with civil rights. Yeah. And he, you know, when he joined the Nation of Islam, it's fascinating. The guys had a, uh, or had an incredible life. And Ken Burns sees that, puts it all together, tells the story, the Ken, the KB way. Check it out. It's about eight hours long. Ken Burns is the only guy who can take a story and make it longer. Oh, yeah. It's, it's unbelievable. <laughs> Muhammad Ali lived to be 80. This <laughs> documentary is 90 years long. <laughs> unbelievable what this guy can do i think i would highly recommend this and i just just started it okay i feel like that's what we got to do everyone just you keep calm and watch ken burns (laughs) that's what they're going to start prescribing i think because people are so pissed off i think when you go to the doctor they should just be like okay what do you let me see your phone (laughs) all right okay now you are you got to stop watching get off of twitter too much news dude come on way too much news this is what you're gonna do i'm gonna put you on the wire all right, you got to watch The Wire <laughs> and then Breaking Bad. Watch these two seasons and come see me in a couple weeks. Yeah. All right, see how you're doing. Yeah, we're going to diagnose some Ted Lasso for this bad mood that you're in. <laughs> Let's go ahead and write you up an, an RX for some... Uh, for some Shit's Creek, right. and uh, let's get you back to a good place. <laughs> I mean, I'm checking your blood pressure, bud, and it is... Here, here's a coloring book, <laughs> and I want you to trace these letters... You remember Encyclopedia Brown? I do. We're going to start you off with some light reading. Okay? You haven't picked up a book for entertainment purposes since 1984. 
which is a book you should actually read. It's a great book that you should read. I just feel like my life is spinning out of control. Well, here's a choose your own adventure. (laughs) Here's a choose your own adventure. You set your path. Guess what? Your life is spinning out of control. All right? Think about how you spend your time. (laughs) You're very pissed off. Mm -hmm. You're either drunk or hungover. Mm -hmm. Go on. (laughs) Where's the problem? I mean, if we were all honest with ourselves, oh God, that's what it would be. It's hard to do that, isn't it? I like a lot of what I do for work is, you know, consulting businesses and stuff. And you think like, if you did that for yourself, if you had consultants come in, you know, and be like, well, there's the problem right there. You know, if you don't wake up until 11 o'clock in the morning, you're not going to get a lot done that day. (laughs) It's like real Like, wouldn't that be amazing if you just could have consultants come in and just watch your life for a week? But it's terrifying, right? No one would ever want that done. Would you even watch a movie, a full video of your complete day? No. You know? No. If they were like, all right, let's see how you're doing. Let's go to the We're going to review some film. Let's see what's happening here. Oh. All right, here you are between 2 o'clock and 3 o'clock today. Mm-hmm. You'd be like, oh, my God, is no. that when I was by myself? <laughs> Please don't. No, no I'm not watching can't. this. No one can see. This is on tape? Come on. <laughs> That's not me. It's you. Mm-hmm. No, it's not. No, it's not. All right, this is your 13th Miller Lite, and it's Wednesday. This was Wednesday. I had 13 Miller Lights on Wednesday. Well, that wasn't the end of your evening. That was, it was 11.30, and you were up till 1. And uh, all right, right here, pause it. See this? You're not preparing for anything right here. In this moment, Do nothing. you have no aspirations, Doing no nothing. goals. Mm-hmm. This goes on. I'm not gonna, we're going to skip through it, but this goes on for five hours. <laughs> All right. Right here, you're staring at the TV. Now, what's wrong with this? Uh, the TV isn't on. Correct. There's nothing on the TV. You're just looking in its general direction. Now, why are you doing this for 45 minutes? <laughs> That's why we're going to put you on Saturday morning cartoons. <laughs> really? Just get you, get you right again. Oh, man. People are, uh, myself included. Yeah. No clue. You know who does have a clue is our new Brimley, Tim Finn, who left us a great review. Look at that transition. We got a fantastic review from a new Brimley named Tim Finn. Uh, I'm a proud member of the All Over the Place Consortium. I think he just wanted to make us say consortium. Oh, nice reference. Well done, Tim. The consortium joined it. I saw Pat at one of his corporate gigs. He killed it. And if you need awesome entertainment, hire Pat. Go Flyers. Oh, that's a commercial. Tim Finn. For a lot of things. Really. Thanks, Tim. work. Real great new Brimley. Thank you very much, Tim Finn. That's great. Um, Got a couple of uh, messages from Brims myself. I don't have my phone right here or I would pull them up. That's all right. I could tell you about a, uh, I was on my way to meet you at the White Sox game on Thursday. Took the train. Yeah. Metra, the way to really fly. By the way, we're sponsored by no one. (laughs) And I went to, uh, took the train. Mm Mm-hmm. Got off the train and there's a brim. Come on. Said I was just listening to the podcast. What? On the way to the game. That's awesome. So thank you, Jerry. Oh, Appreciate that's great. it. Jerry. And we had um, a couple of other nice notes. People are checking out the podcast. Someone was telling me uh, their brother in Arizona listens to the podcast. Oh, that's awesome. I love hearing that. I do. The last couple of weeks, just a lot of the events we've been at, we've heard from a lot of brims and I appreciate the growing audience. You guys are awesome. I had someone, I've had a few people reach out with like ideas for my diversity day. And one of my favorite ones was Barry, who was just like, uh, you should take Yom Kippur off. It was, you know, it was like, really think about taking tomorrow off because you get to just atone for your sins for the entire year. Once a year, you just, you get a day off, you take a day off. And just hit that reset button. That's beautiful. That would have been a great use of it. Unfortunately, you know, I... As a Catholic, 
that is um, something we do daily. Mm -hmm. You can do whatever you want. That's it. As long as you say, hey, God, I'm sorry. My bad. (laughs) That's on this guy. Not really like that. Sorry for what I did between two and three. I didn't know the cameras were on. It's not like I didn't feel guilty about it. Right. I have the guilt. Can can you help me release it? That's it. Let's get rid of it. Offer it up, baby. You're absolved. Get rid of it. Thank you, Father. Hey, and I think all of our brims are absolved for their sins this week after listening to this episode. Why? Is this a... uh, I don't know, really, Pat. I don't know if it's real or not. I just made that up. We never know if it's good. We throw it out there. But we know that October 3rd, it will be very good. Can't wait. And very real. Scary real. (laughs) Right? Hope you join us for our homecoming. On October 3rd, go to dannydid.org and get tickets. There's not many left. Not at all. We'd I'm actually there. surprised there are any left. Me too. We haven't promoted it anywhere else but the podcast, though. And I feel like there's some brims who are behind. So I think we should. Because I think there's maybe some people pissed off if they you know, haven't caught up yet and find out about it too late. Yeah, get there. You got it. All right, let's wrap this up. You have anything coming up this week? This week I am um, off. I'm just going to be floating around. I'll probably get up at Zany's again. I think I'm going there Wednesday oh, yeah, night. Yeah. Wednesday I'll be in uh, Rosemont. Yeah, there's a great little show happening this Wednesday at Zany's in Rosemont. The uh, what is that? The 22nd for uh, the autumnal equinox. Yes. To bring it in, there's a great little uh, uh, Masters of Comedy show. I believe they're calling it, where it's a little it's like a cool showcase with the two of us, Jeannie Dugan, some just some awesome Chicago comics. I think John Capanera. John Capanera is popping in. That's a yeah. great lineup. So It'll be a great time. Yeah, if you're around, check that out. Zanies. Go in there. Knock it around a little bit. That's it. Right? <laughs> Throw the ball up and hit it. Just come on. <laughs> right? What's practice. You, what are you referencing? Get oh, the cages. Yeah, why not? Do a little blocking and tackling, you know? Right? Yeah, a tennis ball against a wall. You working some new bits? I might work a new bit or two. What are two. the premises? I don't know. Maybe a steak sandwich? A steak sandwich? A steak sandwich. <laughs> All right. Well, anyway, check us out on October 3rd at Zany's. Go to dannydid.org and get your tickets. We love you. We appreciate the reviews. Keep subscribing. That's it.